2: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan and joining me, as always, is professional name pronouncer Connor Lawler.
1: Hello, Sean um, Meehan. We're tying from the bits the, together now. <laughs> from the ancient name of a Mehan from Ireland, from the Irish Isles.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I'm wondering. I often wonder what, like, what my name means. Uh, I know I could look it up, but I don't know what my family name is about.
1: You uh, only use Bing, and that'll never tell you.
2: That'll never tell me. That'll bring me up all <laughs> kinds of shady results. Uh, but, Connor LaHowler, uh, what is Hero or Zero?
1: <laughs> so, Hero Zero is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk to good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I always choose DC characters... Sean of oh, his Marvel characters, and I did a review last week of a very cool character. So that means Sean is back this week with one of his probably mediocre to shite levels of Marvel what? characters. Ha ha ha! Oh, I got very him. Good.
2: Comparisons <laughs> and such. Uh, you can't no, like both, was... Sean. Shut up. <laughs> See, I tried to capitalize right because I wanted to do a Spider-Man villain, and I wanted to specifically yeah. do one that we've seen in the trailers. For no way home, right? Makes sense. Then I realized I'd done all of them
1: already. You you've jumped the clout trend, like yeah, it's already <laughs> left the station. I prematurely clouted Connor. I I and mean so, no, we can't do a premature clout. We need that uh, online clout when it's hot. And so I
2: decided. And look, this this is this is not spoilers for uh, the new Spider-Man movie in any way. Uh, the review of that comes out on Monday, by the way. Oh. But, Yes But I am going to be covering a character Who takes a lot of inspiration From one of the greatest Spider-Man villains of all time uh, Okay So you've heard of the Green Goblin Now get I... ready for oh uh-huh. The Hobgoblin
1: <gasps> Oh no He's named after an oven Wait <laughs> No
2: Oh, a hob. A hob. It's, the, it's what's on top of an oven. Yeah, you really
1: had to work around for that one.
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a layered joke, I will grant you. <laughs> um, but yes, the Hobgoblin, um, who debuted... Here's the thing. Oh,
1: here so, we go.
2: Already? There have been a couple of Green Goblins, right? And then um, the creator of the Hobgoblin, he wanted to tell a goblin story, but didn't want to use the Green Goblin again. So he just created this random villain called the Hobgoblin and for years he had no no one knew his actual identity <laughs> in comics.
1: You know what? As a creator, that is kind of cool. <laughs> the laziness level to be like, uh, well, we want the goblin, but like, fuck it, I used Green Goblin last week, didn't I? What did I do before? The other Green Goblin? Oh, the other me. Goblin? Um, oh, shit. I really should uh-huh. just come up with a character for Sandman, but I just yes. love goblins. I just love yes, fucking goblins. We can't uh, use
2: Harry Osborne. He can't be Green Goblin again,
1: can, surely. Can he be again? Can, can he come back and amnesia? Can we do amnesia? No, we'll, just, we'll do another one. We'll do another one. And, and I love the, the idea of Stan Lee grilling him and he's just like, well, where's his, what's his origin? I don't know, Stan. <laughs> okay, well, what does he want? I don't know. He just, he wants goblin things.
2: Gonna level with you, Stan. I just want to do a <laughs> goblin story. Uh, and so, goblin, hobgoblin, just appeared one day uh, in I think it was 1983, right? And then for years after, fans were speculating who the hobgoblin is.
1: Oh, it's an and online. So- <laughs> I love the media. They started an online, like social media campaign of what's his backstory in 1983. They were ahead of their time.
2: It was largely uh postcard based postcard uh, and campaign.
1: Just people so, rigging who's the hobgoblin, dickheads?
2: <laughs> so I the, the reason I give all this information up front is because this jumps around a bit, this story. Okay. Like uh the hobgoblin debuted in nineteen eighty three. The guy who is the hobgoblin uh debuted in nineteen eighty, but no one knew he was the hobgoblin yet.
1: <laughs> right, so in your opinion, and we probably will find this out. Did they just retroactively go back through the comic books and find a random guy?
2: Absolutely, they did. To Dead the right. point that they wrote that that guy then had a twin who <laughs> explained why the hobgoblin was in the same room as this guy one time. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Can you
1: imagine? Can you imagine that board meeting when they're like, "We've nailed this," and it definitely like it wasn't at the start, right? They start they were like, "This guy's the hobgoblin," and like three weeks later. Some fucking nerd (laughs) was like, in issue seven hundred and fifty-two, Hobgoblin and him are in the same room, and they're like, "Oh, oh, fuck, he's got Um,
2: us." Wait, actually, this this kind of happened because there, in the entire history of the dude who is the Hobgoblin, there is one comic panel and one thought bubble in that panel where he references having a brother.
1: But you know what? I love the audacity of like, well, he's got a twin. Like, obviously it's an identical twin. Jesus. Yeah. You're so tick. Come on, guys. How could you not pick up on that? It's so so subtle. It's so subtle.
2: So I can proudly reveal that uh, the Hobgoblin is a man named Roderick Kingsley. Ah, yes. Famous. Uh, Famous. Famous. He was a fashion designer operating in New York City in the 80s. Great time to be a fashion designer. Uh, and he, uh, like all great fashion designers, he used questionable and ruthless business practices to succeed.
1: <laughs> like all fashion designers? <laughs> like what is your Gucci? <laughs> Like uh, I, I recently watched graphic. House of Gucci and I don't like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Lady Gaga. Uh, so he developed a financial empire reaching far beyond the fashion industry. Um, and... He eventually then acquired Green Goblin's original suit. So the way he acquired this suit is that you're going to love this: a bank mm-hmm. robber was being chased by Spider Man, ran into the sewers, and discovered Green Goblin stuff just hidden in the sewers. Ah, uh, right? of course, yes. And then the classic King- origin story. Of course, then mm. Kingsley finds this uh, this robber. And makes him load all the suit into a van, uh, uh, and then like the glider, all of the Green Goblin shit this dude just takes.
1: <laughs> but how is he able to carry all of it?
2: Yeah, it's, like he parks the van above the sewers and he just loads it in. From oh, there. Oh, of
1: course. Yeah, what, He's sorry, not. There's a whole. Niles, like, there's a massive gap here. Just I don't want to drop too much. No, go but ahead. there is a massive gap between man finds Green Goblin stuff in the sewer. Yeah. And our fashion designer turning up at a truck, telling him to throw he's, it all in the back.
2: Uh, he's ruthless, Connor.
1: <laughs> no, that doesn't explain how he's in, let's just say he's in his office, in a skyscraper. Right. And okay. he does he just look up at one moment and go, something's happened with Green Goblin's outfit. I need to be I, on that street with a truck.
2: I think because of his ruthless nature, he has some kind of connection to this bank robber. Uh, and the bank robber kind of reports in that he found Green Goblin's gear. Reports and he left in it in the sewers. Yeah, yeah, just reports in. It was the eighties, you know. He, he he paged him, you know,
1: <laughs> on the walkie-talkie. I found Green Goblin stuff. Get the truck, fashion designer.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm in the office. I'll be there in a second. I'll be there in a the sec. And and so, loads all into a truck. They go to another location to deposit the goods. Right. Yeah. And then what does our ruthless fashion designer do? But Very he blows ruthless. up the truck with the bank robber still inside.
1: Fucking hell. Did he take out the Green Goblin stuff?
2: He did. He did. Before okay. he blew up the truck.
1: <laughs> that would so. have been a terrible plan. <laughs> no, to put on the Green Goblin. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was inside.
2: <laughs> and then as the Hobgoblin, he went on a, what what the official Marvel wiki describes as a blackmail binge. Uh <laughs> To cripple his major competitors,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat a good blackmail binge as a story point. It's We've not all used gone that on often. A bit of a
2: blackmail binge.
1: The problem with Hollywood these days, and I don't want to get into it, they only have Quiet. one good blackmail in them per per project. I feel like a movie <laughs> needs to be done with a blackmail <laughs> <laughs> binge. Like the, a it's character. It's difficult to say, isn't it? <laughs> it's blackmail binge. It can, if you say that ten times in a row. I think it becomes, I don't know, candy. it's like the Candyman, but it's just blackmail bitch. Of
2: course, yeah, if you say three times in a mirror, the Hobgoblin appears and is ruthless. Um, <laughs> and has
1: pictures of you doing something. I'll show your family. <laughs> yeah, just doing something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the thing about it is, Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, he has a, a serum. Like he was trying to recreate the super soldier serum. And it kind of worked, but drove him insane, right? And so Roderick is like, I'm just a man. I'm not as strong or as durable as the Green Goblin. And so he, what he does, he, sort, he seeks out and he eventually finds Norman's original Green Goblin formula. So now as a comic book writer, you have a man with all of the powers of the Green Goblin, with all of the gear of the Green Goblin, but yeah. he's a different character.
1: Oh shit, did he blackmail the, the serum?
2: I think he did I think oh, he fuck. did it was part of the binge because he's rootless um, <laughs> so he is rootless he is rootless indeed he modified the formula just to avoid the insanity inducing side effects
1: handy now, pretty think good some, that's something Norman didn't think of that's now he could have possibly thought of it if it was actually possible but interestingly, hobgoblin scientific genius fashion designer has decided to take out a molecule out of a gas True. in a serum and go, I'll take that out. I'll leave that to the side. I don't need the insanity like it's a piece of like, it's an attribute that he gave his character in a video game. I don't need that. I'm yeah. Gonna, I, I'm going to boost the strength. I'm going to max into strength. Exactly. <laughs> and charisma. Uh, After
2: taking the serum, Kingsley found that it gave him strength roughly equal to that of Spider-Man's and perhaps surpassing the original Green Goblin. Uh, Well, I
1: mean, in my head, Green Goblin was always weaker than Spider-Man. But I have recently went back to watch Tobey Maguire's movie, like in prep mm. for No Way Home, and he seems stronger, which is mad because Spider-Man's like meant to be like freakishly strong.
2: Yeah, he has the proportional strength of a spider. Now he does pull his punches on criminals because uh, he doesn't want to punch their faces off. True. Um, but like, go- like think of it. Like Goblin is, he, it's a super soldier serum. That's what he was trying to replicate. So think of him as as strong as like Steve Rogers, basically.
1: But in Which, my head, Steve Rogers is way less strong. Like way- he's a lot weaker than Spider Man.
2: That's a fair point. That is a fair point, point I think he is. Um I think he's although he is above peak Human. It's very confusing, I'll be honest. <laughs> Comic books, man. Comic books. Um he but look, to to put it into perspective, uh Hobgoblin uh kind of ju- he fought Spider Man and Black Cat to a
1: stalemate um at the same Fuck. time. Yeah, so pretty good. Um And when people see him, do they just go, Is that that's Green Goblin? Or do they say that's Hobgoblin? Because he, he does has... have a
2: different design. Uh, like okay. he is, it's a different costume. He's a fashion designer. He customised it. You know, <laughs> For uh, sake. like the gears. He's ruthless. Uh, the gear is the same, but like the, the design of it is different.
1: He's ruthless with last season's trends. Oh, he's always up to date. And
2: one day after a it sounds like a fucking fairy tale. One day <clears> after <throat> a fight with Spider Man. Uh, Kingsley fell into the river. Hobgoblin fell into the river. Everyone assumed he had drowned. Uh, So he decided to take advantage of this. And he decides that the direct criminal approach just isn't for him. And so what he did... Blackmail. And -hmm. this is where the whole... The writers didn't decide who Hobgoblin was for ages. This is where this comes in. Because he brainwashes news reporter Ned Leeds into thinking that he was the Hobgoblin. (laughs)
1: Now could you explain
2: who Ned is to people? So Ned Leeds uh friend of Spider-Man. Uh mm. well more more of a friend of Peter Parker I'll be honest. Um and reporter for the Daily Bugle. Um played by Jacob Batalan in the MCU. Yeah. And so the re- the reason this was done because so Ned Leeds was the first person unmasked. As the Hobgoblin. So after all this speculation and all these fans coming in. Speculating for years about who it was. There's a very famous shot of Ned Leeds getting the Hobgoblin mask taken off him. And everyone being shocked.
1: And you know as well as I do. When they did that. They fully were like Ned is the Hobgoblin. And then possibly a few months to a few years later. Said oh shit that maybe doesn't work. Let's retroactively go back to say he was brainwashed.
2: Yes, but it's also worse, because in a story previous to this, Ned Leeds had been killed off. He was killed in an explosion. <laughs> and so they said that in the past, before the explosion, yeah. Ned Leeds was the
1: hobgoblin, but now he's dead. <laughs> I love the idea that they came up with the plan, and then they were like, off oh, fuck, he's dead, boss. How are we going to... Just don't even worry about it. Just throw it in anyway. We'll see what happens. It's fine.
2: Yeah. And, like, they just... uh, So, yeah. So, here's kind of what happens. So, in the comics, then, Kingsley, the original Hobgoblin, he gets bored being the the behind-the-scenes puppet master kind of thing. Yeah. And also, the brainwashing was kind of wearing off. Ned was becoming... He couldn't be controlled as easily anymore. And so... (laughs) Kingsley is the one who <laughs> revealed that Ned Leeds was the Hobgoblin, right? The
1: bastard. The blackmailed and him.
2: Blackmailed him. And then Leeds was on an overseas newspaper assignment and he was blown up.
1: <laughs> this is shit comic
2: books, isn't it? It's so dumb. It's so, so dumb. Um, And... They... Okay... And then a, then a guy called Jason Maisondale, uh, who I talked about in the Jack O' Lantern report. He just found the Hobgoblin gear and became the Hobgoblin for a bit. By the
1: way, surely Jason Mason is a better name than Jason Masondale. I think I just they think, wanted
2: to get away from rhyming names. Though. I just think
1: Jason Mason is great. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my only input. We,
2: you can call him Jason Mason, that's fine. <laughs> Jason Mason. So uh, Kingsley became annoyed... When Dale took up the mantle and he started saying, Ned Leeds is the first one to ever be the Hobgoblin. <laughs> Jason starts saying this. Uh, and so the public believed that only one person had ever worn the disguise
1: before Jason. Which, to be honest, storyline wise would be a lot cleaner if you wanted oh, to do it that way for many years in comics that was yeah. how it was <laughs> I think in terms of a story structure keeping it to one character would have been a lot more seamless rather than having three interlinked and one of them brainwashed and then blown up
2: exactly like and so he re- Kingsley returns to New York murders Jason reclaims the Hobgoblin identity but then Ned Leeds' widow Betty <laughs> Grant <laughs>
1: Fuck me! I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> That's cool.
2: <laughs> Did some sleuthing, oh, uncovered fuck. that it was yeah. Kingsley who had been the original Hobgoblin the whole time. Holy shit! And takes him down with Spider-Man's help, and he gets sent to prison. It's it's a lot.
1: I mean, right? <sighs> okay, let me think about this. Right, so. If we're just going to go through it again, let me just try and... Yeah. because Okay. It, no, fair. It's a lot. So Kingsley is Hobgoblin. But he was Always also was. retroactively written in as Hobgoblin. So Hobgoblin, w- Hobgoblin yes. was nobody. Then they made up that Kingsley was Hobgoblin. Then... No. Oh, sorry. No. Nobody's Hobgoblin, right? Yeah. But secretly <laughs> Kingsley is Hobgoblin. Okay. Yes, but we don't then, know that. But we don't know that. But then Ned is revealed to be Hobgoblin because he's brainwashed by Kingsley to think he was Hobgoblin before he's blown up. So there's no evidence and he's no longer alive to defend himself when Kingsley says he was Hobgoblin. Exactly. But then Jason Mason Basin, he turns up (laughs) and he's like, I'm Hobgoblin. And also Ned was the best hobgoblin ever, even though he knows Kingsley was hobgoblin.
2: He doesn't know Kingsley was hobgoblin. Oh forgot. He, okay. he thinks Ned was the first.
1: But then Kingsley kills Jason Mason Bason Yeah, and he says No, I was always hobgoblin until Ned's wife now remember yeah. Ned is dead, dead Betty Ned. Dead Ned she turns up with Spider-Man to capture Kingsley because he ultimately revealed he was always Hobgoblin and Ned never was.
2: And they cleared Ned's name.
1: Wow. Isn't that st-
2: satisfying?
1: I'll tell you something now. As a story, that's a three-point structure that I love. I mean, that's an arc. That's a, That's a character arc you wouldn't normally see. It's more of a scribble than an art, I would say. I would say that is... You know one of those spider web diagrams you do before you wrote like a story in school? Yeah. And like you would just come up with a load of ideas? I would I say do. that is... Every line out is an idea. Mm. And then they went, fuck it, let's throw them all in. Let's do
2: it all. Let's do it all. See, a lot of it was because there was a couple of writers who worked on Hobgoblin over the years. But because there was never... Like, the original writer never said who Hobgoblin was. And so they all just kind of threw their own things into it. I think an editor decided it would be Ned Leeds at one point, but then someone else didn't like that, so they just changed it. But
1: um, you can't change!
2: <laughs> and you can't, really. like Because like, that could have been as iconic as, like, the death of Gwen Stacy, is, like, Ned Leeds is the Hobgoblin. But yeah. then they just water it down by being like i mean he was brainwashed at the time and he was dead afterwards
1: yeah it does say, yeah it completely ruins it. it's like it's like in a series where it's like a character's dead no he's not actually dead that was his twin who died this is yeah. actually him he's alive all this time
2: that's actually just quickly on on the twin um he that that it, they wrote in that kingsley had an identical twin because of that one panel where Hobgoblin and King it was Kingsley at the time, uh were were in the same room together. Interesting. So they just had to write around that. Um and so just very quickly then on powers and abilities, um basically the same as the Green Goblin. So he is he can lift approximately ten tons.
1: They did not try, did they? Like it's just bad. <laughs> Yeah, they're not. The,
2: it's 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 not that great. I'll be honest. <laughs> even
1: if even if they came up with a character and it was a seamless story, you'd be like, ah, well, it's a copycat, but like it's a cool idea. But like to come up with the copycat idea and then also fuck up the story, takes balls. That I respect it, that level of shit houseery.
2: <laughs> so he's slightly stronger than Norman Osborne. Oh, fuck. Um, less insane. Much less insane Yeah, took it out
1: of chemicals
2: Superhuman speed, stamina and durability Um, So he's much stronger than any human being He can survive puncture and gunshot wounds um, As well as fall from great heights And being struck by another superhumanly strong opponent Um, He has a healing factor He has uh, enhanced agility and balance And all of that kind of stuff Enhanced reflexes as well now I've done something interesting with the Marvel 1-7 to rating system here. In that I've taken the Hobgoblin and I've also taken the Green Goblin. Uh, and we're about to compare the two. So Can you also start, take Ned Leeds? Just, just as a man. Just as a man. <laughs> but he was, like, he's just a man. That's why the retcon makes no sense. Because <laughs> Ned Leeds survived so many fights with Spider-Man allegedly.
1: Just take him as a man. It's ones all across the board.
2: This <laughs> is just, just a regular reporter in the 80s. Like, I don't know what the physical fitness is. Just a guy just punching way above his weight, I'll be honest. Like,
1: way above. If he's fighting Spider-Man and surviving, fair folks,
2: Fair folks indeed. So, uh, Hobgoblin first has durability of 3, energy projection of 3, fighting skills of 2, intelligence of 4, speed of 3, And strength of 4. Okay. So Green Goblin then has durability of 4. So slightly more durable. Uh, Energy projection of 3. Fighting skills of 3. So slightly higher on the fighting skills. Okay. Has intelligence then of 4. Speed of 3. And strength of 4. So they're pretty even. Except Norman is a bit more durable. And a bit better at fighting.
1: But you just said that. I, uh, I thought Hobgoblin was less crazy and stronger. He's, uh,
2: he, well, like Norman is crazy enough to keep fighting with like a broken face. Oh, so so that's you, where the yeah, durability. He's got the comes crazy in. factor. Yeah. He's got crazy strength uh, yeah. and crazy fighting skills as well. Um, like again, this dude is just a fashion designer. Like <laughs> you dropped this. I I can't stress how ruthless the man is,
1: Connor. (laughs) He will bribe anybody Blackmail anybody
2: (laughs) Oh, he'll go on a blackmail binge, you better believe it
1: To to get to the top of the fashion industry, he will He doesn't give a shit It's just such a weird fucking. Because
2: like, they had this really heartfelt moment of like, oh, Peter Parker's best friend was one of his greatest villains. Yeah. No, it was this random fashion designer. Look
1: over there! <laughs> Who's wearing that dress this fall?
2: <laughs> Who wore it better? Hobgoblin or Green Goblin?
1: I think uh, that. Look, that that's I feel my like. Report, I feel like that might be. We've done a lot of bad characters, but they're outright bad. Yes. I think that's the laziest character we've ever done.
2: He is a bit. Now look, he does get cooler later on because people write, to, you know, because they... It's know, much easier people. to
1: write for a character when you know who they are, isn't it? It really is. It mm. really
2: is. But yeah, it's, it's, it's an origin of wasted potential, I
1: think. Like, imagine doing Batman but, like, not knowing who Batman is. Just, like, doing it. And then, like, yeah. geez, it could be anyone. Who could it be in of it?
2: I don't know. It's, that's the thing, because a lot of it is from the Hobgoblin's perspective as well, especially in, like, his origin. So you're just watching this villain but you, who's essentially the Green Goblin, but different. And, like, why do I give a shit?
1: Because, like, at least Norman Osborn is interesting as Norman Osborn as well. Exactly.
2: And it has the thing of, like, oh, he's Peter's friend's dad, like, or he's the man. And then Harry
1: as well He's yeah, like, Peter's I- friend.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's where they like they got the Ned Leeds payoff, but with with Harry.
1: Yeah, you know that's true. Saying, oh, he, my best friend, a villain, and my other best friend, the villain who's the same. Oh no, my best friend brainwashed and exploded. <laughs> not my brainwashed and exploded friend. Ah, uh, <laughs> Harry, not you. Sorry, I'm not talking about you. <laughs>
2: No, no. Settle down, <laughs> James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Sean, I think that was a lovely report for a character I never want to hear of again. I th- I'm sure he's pre- pretty pretty yeah. cool in-, in comic books. I don't want oh, really to yeah. down on him.
2: No, but this show is largely about our first impressions of these characters that we don't mm. know a whole lot about. So that's how we feel at the minute. Um, yeah. I, I, I no, he does like have a
1: cool look, though.
2: Because isn't he yellow? Very cool look. He's yellow. He's like a mm. medieval green goblin. He's very cool.
1: It is very cool. And I always thought, that guy's cool. And now upon hearing it, I think, God, they kind of stitched that together, didn't they? <laughs> they
2: really... They had it, yeah, they really did. <laughs>
1: um, do you want me to take us out, Sean?
2: Yes, please, Connor.
1: So if you enjoyed that show and you like listening to all of our character, uh, I would say reviews, but probably just more just introductions, assassinations, assassinations. Oh, yeah. we've, we've assassinated a few of them, um, we have hundreds of Hero Zeroes covering lots of D- DC and Marvel characters, um, if you're also into comic books and anything like that, we have a Patreon, where we do movie reviews every single month, and we go back to watch old movies to see if they still hold up, and we call it The, the Lazarus Pit. Um, Now, this month's movie that will be coming out, um, probably won't be coming out today, but definitely before Christmas. I think we decided on Christmas Eve release? Not quite sure. Um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. uh, I'll be honest, it depends
2: how dinner's going. uh, It depends how dinner's
1: going. Uh, We are reviewing Batman Returns, which won the vote over on our Patreon page. All the patrons voted for it. People's um, Champion,
2: Batman Returns.
1: People's Champion, Batman Returns. We will be reviewing that. And then this Monday, we will also be reviewing, our, giving our spoiler-filled review for Spider-Man No Way Home, which I can't wait. Do I um, have to watch Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah, I, unfortunately, you do. You're probably oh, going to have to just even just skim no, it. But I don't want to be spoiled. I want to <laughs> no, live but, in constant speculation. But if you watch it, you don't be spo- Like, you're watching it.
2: In many ways, a movie is just the biggest spoiler of all.
1: <laughs> You're sitting there, gonna oh, for fuck. Who's spoiling this? lads? Oh, spoil for- my
2: imagination. Oh,
1: for fuck's sake! <laughs> um, so yeah, that is coming out this Monday, and that's probably sure to be a very long episode. And uh, we will hopefully be recording that in person as well, which I'm very excited Ooh. about. Um, for the first time in a long time. But yeah, I'm if you also on it. If you want to follow us over on the Twitter or on social medias in general, the Twitter is here's, at Here's For Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Here's For higher Podcast. Instagram is Here's For Hire Podcast. And most importantly, and this is most important, other than the Patreon and all the reviews and everything, mm. just tell mm-hmm. one human being that we exist. Just the one. Just Actually, the
2: one. N- just the one this week. But next week, yeah, okay. for Christmas week, you're allowed to tell two people. That's Ooh. the rule we came up with last year. So.
1: That's like you get one big present and a surprise.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is your big present, and the surprise yeah. is uh, we you tell
1: a third person.
2: You <laughs> tell a third person exactly, <laughs> and then we and then you're in trouble anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, you can do all that stuff. We'll have a Facebook chat group, by the way, Detective David's discussion group. You can head on over there and add, and join in as a member. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for this week's zero zero. So I have been Colin Alder, I have been Sean me and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel,
0: founder of Pretty Litter.